Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon. Before we get started, I'd like to give you the opening CEU code for this session. And the opening code is 18668. Dan Dillon, take it away. Thank you, Janet Dickelman. And welcome, everybody, to the RDC uh, workshop. We're going to talk about <clears throat> raising revenue at our affiliate state conventions, and we're going to focus on uh, corporate sponsors and auctions. And I'd uh, like to um, start off, I, I guess, what, what do you all think? Do we, should we see who's joined us on the call, or should we jump right into the program? Oh, I think we just jump in, Dan. Yes. I don't think we yeah. Jump right in. Okay, we're going to yep. jump right in. We'll, I'm sure we'll get questions uh, on down the, the road, and uh, we'll, and we'll learn more about who is on the call. So we're going to start off by uh, talking about building relationships, and I'm going to turn it over to Marjorie Beeman. Since the pandemic, it's been a little harder to raise funds, but business groups, individuals, and foundations are still out there and eager to give you money. And I found that out this last year when we needed to raise money for an organization in Austin. We went out and asked, and the media was very powerful too, and we were able to raise our funds that we needed for one of our particular groups. We raised around $800,000. So you can raise it too from individuals if you get ready to do it. While you're building right relationships, one thing you need to keep in mind is you give them your mission statement, what you need the money for, and then how much you feel like you need. Tell them your 501c3, also your budget. That's very important because they'll ask you about your budget. And one of the things they say is, what do you need it for? Some people have never thought about that. And if they haven't thought about what they need it for, and you say, well, I just need it, that's not going to work. Because no business, no individual, and no foundation will want to fund something you don't know anything about. Now, if you've gotten somebody and they're going to give you the money and building relationships, you need to make sure you give them a certificate. Make sure you give them something else in return if that's something that they want. And those are things that you would want to make sure that they have. When you first meet them or you contact them, you might want to take them to lunch. Or you might want to meet at their office. Or they might want to come and meet you. So that's very important at that time so that you do that. Those are the various things that you should look for because when you do that, you'll be able to get the individuals. Now, our Austin chapter here of the mind, we had Lyft, for instance, come and speak to our organization. Then when we had our state convention, we approached them to donate, and they donated. They were one of our largest sponsors. So making your contact, let them know who you are, talk to them often is very important. Well, building relationships, be careful how you tell your supporters what the need is. We talked a little bit about that. Communications is very important. Now, rent, usually they won't donate, but they love education, something for leadership in your area, for setting workshops and also professional speakers. While building relationships, be prepared to tell them why you need the funds. And we talked a little bit about that. It's important. This could make the loose dollars or individuals or businesses forever. 
or you're not you're not prepared, you can lose it after you've gotten it. And you want to have them to come and be your sponsors forever. And that's very important. So in your organization, while building relationships, work on having the person business you're working with with the cultivate a lifetime donor in your mind. If they have donated once, you can show where the donation's gone. You can see that it did make progress in your chapter or in your state. And you can see that it helps some individuals. You can maybe get a donor for life. And that's very important. Also track all donations. Remember, again, send them that thank you and certificate. Don't forget. And if you give them a certificate, they like that sometimes better than some of the other things that you maybe give them. Because if you're an individual or you're out of state, they can put that in their office. And if someone comes by, they'll say, well, why did you get that? Why is that important? Why did you support that group? And if that person can tell a lot about your group, then at that time, they might become a donor also. And that has happened in our area. So that's kind of how you can get them to stay with you for life. Now, they might want to support your exhibit area in when you have your convention or support your uh, other things that are happening if it's for a convention or your chapter the same way. You might have a youth group you're forming. Building the relationships for them to be with your group, help your youth group is very important because how else will you get someone out there to sponsor the youth group? They might not even know we have young blind people. That's very important because uh, you need to get a particular thing that will be for that particular person. So sometimes just feeling out from what they say helps you make that decision in building relationships. You can maybe think now of five creative ideas for a significant amount of money for your organization to raise. And you can think about that you know, now and even after we have our meeting today. Some of them might think about it off-term and some of them take a bake sale. But those you usually don't get a lot of money unless you might get a corporate sponsor that will do a golf tournament for you. Because they're very hard to do sometimes to get all the various members and get everybody out there. You've got to look at how much time you have. So those are important too. But you could get a business or some other groups to help with that. Maybe even a Lions Club, a Rotary Club. All these different organizations are always looking for projects. And can a nonprofit partner with a nonprofit, for-profit? You can as a sponsor. But then there are various things as you go through that. IRS says that charities must control joint ventures. So make sure you're in charge so that you don't lose your exemption as you're working with the various groups. And I have more information on that if someone is interested in it and they can get in touch with me after the meeting. Building relationships always visit with the individual, business, and acceptance because they are the ones that you want to know what you're doing. If they don't know what you're doing, they're not going to just donate to a blank wall. Also, make a list of the ones that you want to be your sponsor. State or your ACB chapter. If you do a newsletter, send one to your supporters so that they know you're actually helping meet the need. Be able to tell them how many in your group took part. Because they will probably ask that question. They'll say, did you have half, one-fourth, one-eighth? Be careful in what you offer for a donation. Do not put ads in your bulletin or newsletter and then plan to send free matter for the blind. That will not work. You could lose your exemption. So as we're building relationships, we do not want to do anything that would be detrimental to our chapter or to our state. 
Forms that we'll ask you for will be your 501c3, if they can donate, a W-9, if they plan to donate, as a business or foundation, your mission statement, and various things like this. There's a lot more, but I'm going to stop here. So good luck on building your relationships. Back to you, Dan. Thank you, Marjorie. Let's um, let's move on, and then we're going to have we're going to allow time for questions. But um, Janet, would you like to talk about uh, corporate sponsorships? I will talk about sponsorships. Certainly, what I'm going to talk about, and what I'm as is as far as your state convention is concerned. And there's really not much I have to say now that Marjorie said it all. But that was great. Um, we in Minnesota have a small convention. We have we're a small membership. But what I have learned is People aren't going to help you unless you ask. You have to think outside the box and just come up with different ideas. One day I happened to be shopping at, um, all right, I'll tell you, I was shopping at my local liquor store to pick up some supplies <laughs> for our uh, hospitality room. For, and, and they said, what are you buying? All, you know, it's a little more than I normally buy. And mm -hmm. I said, well, I've got this big conference coming up. And um, this was for our state of Minnesota convention. They ended up giving us $100 for our convention. You know, and wow. that's, you just, you just have to ask. You have to talk to people about it. What we do in Minnesota, kind of based on the national convention, not that we don't welcome every amount of money, but we have sponsorships levels. And we, we're based on our sporting teams here in Minnesota. So we have our $1,000 sponsor is a Viking sponsor. We haven't gotten one of those yet, but we've gotten many uh, $500 Timberwolf sponsors, and we get the Minnesota Loon sponsor at $200, and all the way down to, um, and, and then all the way down, we have sponsorships in all levels. And our sponsorships all get little, get to a mention in our convention program. And the larger sponsors, depending on their sponsorship amount, get a certain amount of space in the program. We also list anyone who donates large items to the auction that's at, that meets a sponsorship level. We donate them as sponsors in kind or list them as sponsors in kind. We have a letter that we send out to all of our potential sponsors uh, telling them about our organization, telling them about our convention, as Marjorie said, letting them know that we're a 503 uh, C3 corporation and what we're going to be doing with the money. So we make sure that's very clear. At our state convention, we also, and this is make, um, gaining revenue for a state convention, but we do charge a fee for our exhibitors. And we normally, last, we had our virtual convention in January, and I think we had 15 exhibitors at the virtual convention. And we had them all come in for um, two different exhibitor sessions where they all came in live and just spoke a few minutes. And then we gave them the opportunity to set up Zoom rooms where people could go for a couple of hours to visit with them. And a lot of people like that. But our spot and... Um, we also have an auction at our state convention, and I know Leslie's going to talk a lot more about auctions, but it was pretty, I was pretty amazed because a lot of our sponsors actually ended up not only sponsoring, but donating items for the auction and coming to our auction and buying items, which I thought was really, really wonderful. Um, but again, you just, you have to ask, get a letter, get your, get your ducks in a row 
be prepared, as Marjorie said, to talk to people. The thank you notes are so important. You don't want to get somebody to sponsor you and then just forget about them and never reach out to them. And it's you talk to people in your affiliate, talk to people that you know, talk to anyone, talk up what you're doing, what what you, what the money's going for, as Marjorie said, and you'll be amazed the sponsors that you'll find. I know I have been. And I'm going to let Leslie talk a little bit about, I believe, is Leslie next about auctions and running a successful auction? Or Dan, That's correct. You... All right. And then mm-hmm. we'll all be available for questions. Thank you, Janet. Leslie? Hello, everybody. The auction queen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Janet and, and Marge and my mentors. I, I've learned a lot from you. So thank you so ask, much. Ask, 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 right? Yes, that's Leslie's right. Good at the ask, ask, ask. Ask and ask. And if I can't say it enough, that's what you do with all of this sponsorships, relationships, auctions. You ask and you ask and you ask. <laughs> so auctions are very near and dear to my heart. Um, the fun thing about auctions is the ask. I love the ask. Um, it's so exciting to me. It's kind of like Christmas in my house every, every, every <laughs> so many months. It's, it's exciting to me. We do a letter, um, like everybody else has said, we, we do have a letter, an auction letter, and we put on there what it's, you know, this, this is what it's going towards. It's to help our convention, our state convention, or the national convention with, you know, since I do a lot of auctions. So um, I do four auctions throughout the year. So it's, it seems like it's Christmas at my house all the time. So I have two national ones and two state ones. So, well, state and a local one. So, um, but auctions are very, very cool. Um, if you love to fundraise, I'd say auctions are the, are, you know, the most exciting because you get to ask for a lot of cool things and there's always new vendors. I see Janet's ven- vendors list uh, every year and I go, Ooh, I need to reach out to them. You know, <laughs> she does too. She steals from me. Yes, I do. <laughs> that's the best way to do it. I steal from you and Marjorie. That's why I said you guys are my mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, if you can steal, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's wonderful. Um, you know, you can you can have a vendor and call that vendor. Um, I believe Mystic Access was a vendor one time, and I called them, and then they gave to me um, for an auction. And it's just, it's cool. You know, it's like, it's kind of like you make this big list and you go, Okay, who am I going to hit up now? Who can I who can I reach out to now? And you know the the funny thing is in life we kind of get discouraged when people tell us no. But when you're reaching out for corporateship for sponsorships or auctions, the no is kind of challenging because then you you call them back in a couple of days and you say, well, you know, would you really really like to you know Are you sure you meant to say no? You know, <laughs> anything you can just maybe give a little bit of your time or your treasure, you know, and if it's not an auction item, it's a sponsorship or if it's not a sponsorship or is it, maybe it's volunteering at at our convention, you know, so you can always get them for something. You know, if you call back, don't give up on your first no, (laughs) you know, that that's the fun part. Um, The other thing I would say is like Marjorie and and Janet have said is, you know, do the thank you. At, at the end, give thanks, give the letters, make sure you have your, what you're going to tell them it's going towards whatever you do. Um, I learned this from Dan Dillon, your late wife, Brenda Dillon, who was big on thank you. And thank you is the biggest part because, you know, people are giving their time, their treasure, and 
anything they can do. And even these companies, it's wonderful to say the thank you. You always need to say the thank you because and because they'll remember you. And then the next year you can come back and say, I'm so-and-so from, you know, your lo- local affiliate, local chapter, national. And they'll be like, oh, yes, I remember you. So if I could say anything about the relationship is, is the thank you. And, you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. Fundraising's in my blood. My dad was a fundraiser. I got it from him. So I love to fundraise. So, <laughs> and I'll turn it back to you, Dan. All right. Thank you, Leslie. Well, do I have any questions from the um, attendees? We have one raised hand. Ann Byington, you may unmute. Hello, Ann. Hi, guys. Um, I, I will say to you, Leslie, I hate fundraising. It is oh! not it's oh. not something I'm very good at. <laughs> my question, oh. though, my question is, we have a very spread out state here in Kansas. We're 400 miles by 200 miles. Most of our membership is in Topeka. Um, some of it's in uh, central Kansas. Some is in western Kansas. Some is in Manhattan, which is kind of central. We're struggling to, uh, first of all, we're not making any money. We've got money in the bank, but our car donation thing was really lucrative until the public mm-hmm. television station and the public radio station, the NPR people took it over and they have more advertising capabilities than we do. Um, we have tried various things over the years, but my question is, how do we involve the whole organization in fundraising? We're going to have a virtual convention this year. Uh, and I did manage to get some uh, donations last year from some of our vendors, which was really nice and kind of surprising to me. But how, what, what way, do you have thoughts on how we can involve, say, the people out in Dodge City or the people in Wichita or? Yes. Uh, are, you going, are you going to have a, are you going to have a virtual auction? This is what Florida. We've never, we've never years, done so. an auction lately. We have used to have them. Gosh, years and years ago, but our membership is so small now, and it's aging. I'm okay. And you know, we've got Thanks. the same problems everybody else does. So I hadn't considered that, no, but I. Um, so Anne, what I would say: start small. You don't have to have a big auction. So you're, you know, you're saying your your membership's older, and I understand that seasoned. So you could start small and do thirty items. You know, if you can get. And, and I forgot to say this, but, you know, and this is a bad thing to say, but it's it's funny. Anytime there's a tragedy or a, like COVID, we had COVID, um, people love to give because they want you back in their hotels. They want you in their restaurants. They want you in their amusement parks. So they are willing to give right now. So you could start small with your virtual auction, you know, 30 items, 20 items, you know, 30 might be a little big for you. Start small. You might make a thousand bucks or maybe more, you know, and, and ask your members if they can contribute a gift card or I don't know, they might have they might have a used, a gently used appliance in their house that they can donate. I um Dan is is he's so fearful of me getting any new gadgets because I auction everything. <laughs> <laughs> we had a George Foreman girl once and somebody said, uh, asked him if we still had and they, and he said, Oh no, we, we don't keep anything. <laughs> so, you know, and it was brand new. So, you know, you might have something brand new 
Um, you can auction your friends. All of my friends, they clean out their closets periodically and I get all their good stuff. So, you know, because sometimes what do they say? Another person's junk is another person's treasure. Person's treasure. Yeah. And, so. and what I do for our is I reach out. I have a letter that I send to all of our membership. I usually do it by email because that's how most of our membership connects. And I tell them that we're going to have an auction. And I'm kind, I'm kind of mean, actually. I, my convention committee and the auction committee, I say, okay, I want everybody to try to get at least X number of items for the auction, if you can. So I put, I put the work on the rest of the committee and on the membership. And I say, and it's, but we, we have a lot of great, I think we have this nationally too, but in Minnesota, we have a lot of great bakers and we got a lot of homemade items for our auction from members and friends of members and neighbors of members. And, and that's a great way to go. And as much as I love the in-person activities, I have to tell you that I, our virtual convention, our auction was way more successful mm -hmm. than the auction that we have in person normally at our summer picnic. I got to tell you, I, I'm, a, I'm falling in love with virtual auctions. It's, it's, I know, you know, <laughs> I love them. I told Dan, I said, I, I'm worried about Omaha because I love the virtual auction. <laughs> and, and, and you were talking about that you're so spread out and being spread out will have everybody will have an opportunity to donate something because if they can't come, they can at least donate something and send it. So being spread out, that's a good thing to have. All right. Darian Fleming, you may unmute. Okay. Hello, Darian. Hello. Hi. Um, first of all, um, you know, I've organized auctions like dessert auctions on a local level. And, um, but I don't know if I know the technical part for doing a virtual. So if Oregon wanted to do something like that, do you guys, guys give technical support on the well the technical part and um <laughs> my other question is what do you do when your members don't like to sell and won't tell people even about like the internet options we have for fundraising it's so i mean I'll tackle the ahead. one in margin and jan you guys can tackle the other one i'll tackle oh thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, so Darian, hello, it's Leslie. Um, the technical part is really cool because ACB Media will help you. Um, they've helped with all the the affiliate conventions, so you can get with me, and I can I can walk you through that and tell you, you know, talk with Rick or Debbie Hazelton, and um, they'll help you do that part of it, and then you know, send send out the Zoom link and and help with that part. So that the technical part's really not bad. <laughs> You know, and as far as getting your membership to buy into your fundraising, I know, I know it's hard. It's, it's not easy, Darian, because sometimes it feels like it's the same few members doing all the fundraising and sending this out. And what I, what I do for, my, um, for our members here in Minnesota is I actually write up an email that kind of gives some points of for asking or for selling whatever we happen to be selling or whoever's working on our fundraising committee will write up an email and we will send it to our members. And that gives all the points, gives all the information. So all they have to do is forward it on. They don't have to write up their own thing. They can just take whatever we have sent them and send it along. 
And um, that really seems to help a little bit. Uh, we post things on our on our website and um, just it. But I, I, I know what you're talking about. And I know fundraising isn't always easy, but you just have to keep trying. <clears throat> and the more you do, the the more consistent you are at it, you'll get people to to purchase and to to get involved in it. Because if you can see, I mean, our, for instance, our, for our walk team, we have the ACB walk. Well, our little, the last few years we've had a walk team, uh, the Minnesota mosquitoes, and we haven't done the greatest. We've done, we've done okay, but we've, well, we were in second place for quite a while in the walk because we really got some excitement building. Now, some of these other big teams did get ahead of us, unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> Dan and I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Janet. <laughs> but if you build up excitement with your members, and you know, I'm not necessarily a rah-rah person either. I, I understand what you're saying, Darian. But if you can just find a way to make fundraising fun, maybe have a little contest. Hey, whoever sells the most uh, candy bars going to get a prize. You know, people like to work for record, or you'll be rec- or you'll be recognized. You don't even have to give them something. Just recognition really goes a long way when you're trying to get people involved in fundraising. Marjorie, um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I, I think you just about said it all, Janet. Because <laughs> you know, when you do fundraising, the main thing is you ask, then you follow through, and then uh, if they're going to ship an item, make sure that they have the correct place for it to go. So. Yep. It, You've got your main things, and then the thank you at the end is always very important, too. Make it easy. Make it easy, easy, easy. Mm -hmm. Definitely make it easy. Uh, This is Dan. Um, A number of people that I've met can't stand to raise money, okay? But... You can you can uh, put them to work. There there are a lot of people that 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 uh, don't want to get involved in fundraising directly, but they love to cook. So put them to work. Have them make, whip up a batch of cookies or a cake or a pie or something. And those, yep, for the those as yeah. most of you know, those home cooked <laughs> items go for a big price at, at an auction. Yes, they do. They, that's what I was going to say when Janet mentioned the baked goods. That's that's amazing. I, I mean, I don't have that talent, but I'll reach out to some of my friends that do, and they'll they'll bake something, and they they go. Let me tell you, bake they do. Oh. And it's exciting for the people, especially the people that that make the baked goods, to to, to you know to see uh, what what their their item brought in the auction, and then they feel good about contributing to the treasury of their affiliate. And they'll double their they'll double their donation the next time around. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Donna Brown, you may unmute. Ah. Hello, everyone. Well, Donna oh, Brown. Are you going to talk about? Are you talking about walk, Donna Brown? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> but, well, it'll it'll come in my my I'm little sure spiel. It will. Uh, so I I just want to let people know I'm 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 in the Mountain State Council, the Blind Affiliate, West Virginia. Uh, we're about as rural as as states come. Uh, we have a small affiliate, and so I just want to talk to um, Anne and and Darian and. And fundraising in West Virginia, and this is 
I guess, going out over the air and maybe my members are listening. But <laughs> it's kind of, for the most part, a, a one person show. Um, but that has I, I, I continue to try not to give up. So this year I kind of sat back for a little while and, and for our walk, I, I didn't really send out any uh, requests for sponsors or very many. And I, just, I was just hoping I kept sending emails to our members and, and hoping they would jump on the bandwagon. Well, that didn't happen. But then this competitive part of me didn't want to be down near the bottom of the, the walk team. So I started getting getting my act together. But I wanted to say um, we're having our virtual our convention convention virtual again this year. We did as well last year and we didn't do any fundraising. We didn't do an auction. We were kind of near the beginning of the, the fall fundraise, I mean, fall state convention. And so we were, we, ju we just wanted to have a convention and we didn't want to, you know, be burdened with fundraising and, and things like, so we didn't even charge a, a um, rest registration fee either. We didn't have exhibitors. We, we just really had a bare bones, but I thought quite a successful convention. Uh, so this year, we're going to kind of step it up a little bit. And our convention is not till November. Um, and we are going to uh, request a, a small, and we're going to call it more of a donation rather than a registration fee. But um, we're going to earmark that like toward our scholarship fund, um, hoping that people will be more generous, you know, to give. Um, and we, I believe, are going to have exhibitors, which, again, will charge a, a smaller fee than if we were in person. But that's going to help us. I don't know if we're going to try the virtual auction. Um, however, you know, last year we did door prizes. And, and it truly amazed me, our members that stepped up and donated all kinds of gift cards and stuff. Uh, so, you know, regardless of, of, of your affiliate, I, I think just continue to ask and, you know, eventually some, some people will buy in, but also um, some affiliates uh, have done with their walk. Now we have not done this in West Virginia, but some affiliates have it set up so that some of their local chapters um, get part of what's donated, for example, like Kentucky, so the members of their walk team for the donations they get, whatever chapter they belong to, you know, gets a portion of that money raised too. So it's going back to the chapters too, not just the state affiliate. So that's something to think about. So Thanks. Donna, it's Leslie. Yeah. So I, I, I think you could have a little auction to be honest. And I, I have no problem if you need any help. I think if you're getting those gift cards for door prizes, you could probably get them for auction. Well, that that's, that's right. You know? That's in the back of my mind, and and we have yeah. not, you know, we we we've not thrown that out yet. Um, mm -hmm. We kind of decided to wait till after the ACB convention to really push right. hard and and, and yeah. get our act together. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I I really saw a, a part of our membership last year step up. Mm -hmm. to you know and with i mean they were excited about door prizes could, and stuff so know. i think you're right leslie I, yeah and you can even door do prizes yeah and you and you can even do like what darian said you can do a, a do a baked good auction you know right. everybody loves food so you know well thank you all um thank you for i'm gonna be quiet thank uh, you donna
Yeah, All who's right. in first place in the walk, Donna? She's gonna uh, steal my thunder for later. The, the, the Patriot, oh, right? Never mind. No, never mind. the Patriots. She, uh, Cecily, unmuted me. Okay. Um, the the Patriots are 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 ahead, but but stay tuned, Janet. Okay. We'll we'll be back at six. You at know, after six, six o'clock, six p.m. Yeah. Broadcast That's right. live on ACB yeah. Media One, so you can learn about the walk. That's right. Yeah. That's that's right. And don't forget about the Tennessee walk team. Uh, we may not we may not be way up there now, but you know, we have until August to bring money in for the walk. So uh, You're still up there, Dan. Mm, well I wanna do those... better though, Leslie. Uh, uh, mm. right this is friendly are... competition, uh -huh. folks. Yes it is. Well, Amanda Sell, you may unmute. All right, Amanda. <laughs> Hi. Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Hi. Uh, I, I was one of the teams, I think, that passed Janet up the other, the Miss yeah. up the other night. <laughs> I saw that. I wasn't happy. <laughs> we love you, Janet. Uh -huh. um, it's the friendly I, competition, Amanda. Yes, I, I love the competition aspect of it. Okay, so I have a quick question. Um, because uh, Janet's talking about what she, she does in, in Minnesota. But she contacts her members, and and then Leslie is talking about, um, you know, things. And Marjorie are talking about things that they say when they go to businesses. Um, have either have any of you ladies thought about developing like a tip sheet and maybe uh, putting it out there as a resource for uh, leaders in ACB? No, but that's a good idea. I just I just saw it because. Um, when I go to talk to people or when I'm talking to people on the phone, um, if I don't have something in front of me, um, I miss my, I miss my key points. And I think something like a simple outline like that would help not only me, but other, other people like key, key points you want to hit, like, you know, like and maybe Amanda, develop. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Amanda? I'm sorry. I this think. Go ahead. I'm I was sorry. just going to say, we do have a tip yeah. sheet that we could probably share that I'll have to get. It's in my computer that's been hacked, <laughs> but I okay. can you know, get it out and give you some ideas. And then if everybody adds on to it, because everybody has good ideas, we can make well, it really good. And Marjorie, before you do that, let me look. This is what I was gonna tell Amanda. We okay. put something up a long time ago for, for RDC. Do you remember that, Dan? We wrote some stuff up, some tips. Yeah. So let me look. Oh, oh that was Amanda. a lot. I vaguely remember that yes yes i would i would say though is it wouldn't it doesn't hurt to have some notes in front of you but don't just read something off because i think it, it it's more natural when you just just talk like you're talking naturally like you know and um i think it comes more from the heart that way yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because when you, when you go into a business if you're just reading it off, then they know that you're not really in there with all the information. Right. So mm -hmm. it's good to have it in your, the way you want to present it. And that makes a big difference. Tell a story, give, give an instance. Yeah. And when I yeah. reach out to vendors that have, um, or to people that have sponsored me in the past, I always reference that previous sponsorship. Oh, at our last convention, we really appreciated your donor, your, generous donation of mm -hmm. whatever, even though I have yeah. already thanked them for that in the past. Yeah. I try to keep notes so that when I reach out to them again, I can reference that. Yeah. 
And the other thing, Amanda, when you're asking for an auction item, if you're going to call for an auction item, you say, thank you for contributing to whatever auction, you know, say it's Kentucky. Thank you for contributing to the Kentucky auction. We really appreciated it. You know, and then would you like to donate again this year? Something on those lines, you know, you don't, you might have a script, but like Dan's saying, you want to just talk like you're talking to us. Miss Ann, you may unmute. Um, in my past life as a successful fundraiser, and I did have a few, uh, we did several years of golf tournaments with one of our Lions clubs. That was a tremendous amount of work. And the guy that really helped us the most decided he didn't, couldn't manage it anymore. But the, probably the most fun one we did was when we were out in Hayes, Kansas, Hayes, America, where they're noted for beer drinking. Um, we had a craft fair that everybody donated handmade things that we uh, made through the year. And then, and that made us quite a bit of money. The only thing that irritated me was our president decided that on the, the second day of the convention, convention, everything was half price. And I felt like my stuff was as cheap as it should have been on the first day. So I wasn't very happy about that. But those two things work. That's a nice idea for a fundraiser. Yeah. But, but they are work. And I guess that's what uh, people who don't do this don't realize that you, you can have all the ideas in the world. We're running out of people. That's another problem we have. Our people are getting older and they don't want to work this hard anymore. Yeah. You know, it's and I can't seem to get the young ones to even come to the meeting. So it's a dilemma, but we'll keep on keeping on. And this is Leslie today in the com committee chairs meeting. Somebody said something that's just very interesting and we are all be becoming seasoned. I don't like to say we're becoming old because I'm in this group now. <laughs> so <laughs> being seasoned. And they said, we really need to reach out to the community because there's a lot of new people in the community. And um, somebody said this, which was interesting. They're like a triple A person and they're coming up, you know, coming up in the ranks. So we really need to look out, look to them and see what is their interest. Maybe there's somebody in your area that's in the community and would like to be involved in fundraising and helping you. Not a bad idea. Good idea. Thank you. Well, I'd like to say that with fundraising, regardless of what kind of fundraising it is, there is a certain amount of rejection, but yes. and sometimes you get a little down. But when you get a donation, it's such a big lift. It's 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 it just makes you feel so good that your hard work has paid off and you've brought money into your affiliate. It's it's all worth it as far as I'm concerned. If there are no more hands raised. Okay, I was just going to say this is Marjorie. We did a dining in the dark. It was, I think, very successful. And what it did do is gave us exposure in the community. And we had people there that had never been involved with the blind and visually impaired. And we had a blind band that played. We had, you know, speakers that were blind and various things that evening. And everybody that served was a blind individual. So it was a very good educational learning experience and at the same time a fundraiser. But it required, you know, a hotel or a space to do it. And we were lucky to get a good space. So those are things, too, that give you exposure. And at the same time, you recruit other people to donate. That's a good that's idea. Yeah, that's great, Marjorie. I like that. We've talked about that, but we've never gotten organized to do that. But that, yes, I know a lot of affiliates have done successful dining in the dark events. <laughs> we do mm -hmm. dine and donate, we call it here in Florida. 
or our local chapter kind of it's smaller than what Marjorie's saying. And we go to a, a restaurant and they give us a percentage for that night. Yep. Those, those are a great way of fundraising. Yeah. They're fun. We've done that too. Pre pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we have a band. Those like are, thing, so. Yeah. I was just going to say, those are good. The other thing is kind of keep your ears and eyes open because if a new restaurant or a new place is coming to your city, and it can be anybody in your chapter or in your state, if they reach out to them, you might be the one that will be the benefit of their opening day. And that's mm-hmm. a successful way yeah. also. Good idea. Mm-hmm. That's great. Amanda, you may unmute. Hi again. Um, uh, thanks for the tips earlier, you guys. Uh, have any of you guys ever heard of um, Shop With Scripts? Of it's what? <clears throat> Okay, so shop with scripts. I'll have to get um, our fundraising chair to kind of explain this a little bit. Um, so shop with scripts, we're we're fundraising through that, and it's a it's a it's a way where people can buy gift cards for like gifts and things like that, oh. and a certain percentage goes back to the organization. It's not like the old coupon books. It's actually. No. Individual gift certificates. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That seems like a really easy. Yes. Way to fundraise. That would be. And, yeah. Yes. And what's really cool, Janet, is every once in a while, like I, I there, there's a certain percentage that's set, I believe. Every once in a while, they'll up the percentage. I think a little bit by like five percent, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, for like special occasions, like Delta Airlines just did one for like three day event where like so much of your, uh, so much of what you purchased went back, came back to our organization. We got a lot of people that we had a couple of people that booked their flights to go on vacation when things were starting to open back up. I am personally hoping that they do that, um, right at peak season next year, but when people are booking their flights for convention, uh, cause that would benefit that. But yeah, it, it's really neat because you literally just set it up and go and that's it. And then of course the other fundraiser that we, the other two fundraisers that we did other than the walk, um, that have really benefited us is double good popcorn and the seas candy. Oh, I've yeah. seen a lot of people are doing the seas candy. A lot of people do oh, seas. A lot of yeah. people do popcorn. Those mm-hmm. are nice, easy yes. fundraisers. Things easy. like Amazon Smiles, where you can just have your organization yeah. put on there. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing that Kentucky, another thing Kentucky does really well is at our state convention we have an auction, and we call it the fifty-fifty uh, auction. So KCB will take. and then when people from a chapter donate an item specifically for that chapter, they give 50% of what's made on that item back to the chapter. So it's a really Hmm. nice fundraiser um, for both the affiliate and the chapter. See, we're so small in Minnesota, we don't even have chapters. Oh. Grocery stores, if you connect up with your grocery stores, sometimes they'll give a percent to the of when people shop and say they're with your organization. Yeah. You sign up with That's true. Grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jan, so you may unmute. Hi. Hello. I'm in, I'm in Texas. I'm in Texas and I'm on the auction committee for the ACBT conference. And we take both handmade items as well as regular ones. And 
the thing we noticed last year at the virtual convention is a lot of things that we purchased, we waited, we put down the item in the description and a price on it, but we didn't actually order it from Amazon until the item was sold at the auction. Then we called Amazon. They did all the shipping. They worried with right. the insurance on it. <laughs> And it made it so much easier uh, to do. And the other thing is we have a drawing like this year. It's going to be a smokeless grill and some Omaha steaks and some barbecue sauce from Salt Lick. And people are really buying the tickets really good. Uh, wow. That so, sounds like a nice drawing. I Yeah. Um, we've thought about the you know, <laughs> putting the baked goods up. But in August in Texas, it's pretty hot. And yeah, that's um, the baked goods. Yep. If you send them, you know, you're always worried about them getting caught in the mail somewhere and then Mm -hmm. spoiling. And you'd hate to have that kind of stuff happen after somebody was that Mm -hmm. good. Right. Yeah. But great ideas. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Jan. Good. Yeah. And really good fundraiser. That's a great prize. I had forgotten about that, but we've had very, very good items for that. And handmade items. Look at how Marjorie often donates a quilt to the auctions and how. I got her for one for holiday, I believe. Right, Marjorie? Yes, you do. <laughs> I put my ask in. <laughs> All right, Miss Donna, go ahead. So um, that shop with scripts or whatever it is, um, I tried to look at that website because we were going to do it for our Lions Club um, with the pandemic and a couple of our active members passed away as a result of it. Anyway, so we've had to find other <laughs> avenues of fundraising. I found that website not to be very accessible. So I need to get with somebody in Next Generation and see how they worked with it and they can maybe help me through it. But that's something to think about with, with these. There's a lot of fundraisers out there, yeah. but sometimes the accessibility of the websites uh, creates a problem. Isn't the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's a, that's a good way to, to get with somebody younger and have them teach us. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, I don't know that it's the, the, you know, I mean, the technology maybe. skills, yeah. it's, it's maybe they the found yeah. a, a different way to access the website. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. This, this is Marjorie, and I'm working with the group now trying to, they have, they've set up a, like a nonprofit where it can go through that if someone charges something on a credit card and that business has to pay like, you know, maybe two and a half percent or three percent, point nine percent of that would go back to a nonprofit. So I'm just in the beginning stages of that, and I'll let you know how it works out because it has worked out for Habitat for Humanity, but I'm trying to get it worked out for some of our groups. Yeah. Awesome. Anything out there, I'm always looking for funding. You are. You you are the queen. Mm -hmm. Marjorie, Janet, Leslie, do you have anything to add? You know, I guess I would say don't give up. It's not always easy. And, you know, but keep asking, keep, as I said, keep asking, keep thanking and mm-hmm. get, get as many people involved. If, if you can't get your members involved, ask your friends, ask your neighbors, ask your family members to share the information for, for your fundraiser or auction items or whatever you're, you know, just widen, widen the ask. And it doesn't hurt. Like I said, I happened to be in a store and I ended up getting a donation, just happened to be talking to them, but I got a sponsorship for our convention. So just take yeah. the opportunity, be prepared and 
know what you're asking for. That happened to me, Janet. I went into our liquor store. To See, buy- why is this all liquor stores? I- hospita- <laughs> it was for the hospitality. Uh-huh. They, they gave me some liquor free. So yep. yeah, it, it doesn't hurt to ask, as you're saying. And if I would say anything in, in about auctions that I think you should do in the beginning is always do it in the beginning of the year. Their budgets go in at the beginning and people are more generous in the beginning of the year. So start in January because yep. the budget will go in for a corporation or a vendor or even an individual. They might they might be okay to uh, donate in the beginning of the year. You have two hands raised. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Sean, you may unmute. Good afternoon. Good um, afternoon. Wanting to Hello. let people know, um, I found something and I, I haven't distributed it as much with our group because there is some, it, it's a, it's called GiveVia, G-I-V-E-V-I-A dot com. And the way it works is they have arrangements with a number of different uh, retailers. And you basically, if you use this website and you buy through them, then part of your purchase, in fact, I think all of the, or a good chunk of it goes um, to to you as the nonprofit if you've set it up. But the thing is, it does require that a shopper create an account and it does have one of those, uh, I'm not a robot things you oh, have captcha. to do. So there is, there is some technical skill required on the part of even, like even I've set it up for our state affiliate, but um, I know that not everybody that I work with is comfortable doing that. So I've been hesitant to distribute it. But if you have a group that you feel is comfortable with that kind of thing, um, it may be worth looking into. It does require that you, um, you know, prove that you're a, a nonprofit and there's some, some setup you have to do on the kind of back end as the charity, but it may be an option worth looking at. And I really do need to try and distribute that anyway and just see if even one or two people will, We'll give it a try. It's a good idea. Never heard of it. That sounds good. Interesting. Maria, you may unmute. Hi. Um, I'm Maria. Hey. <laughs> I was wondering a couple of quick comments. Um, <laughs> with, with the fundraising, um, an interesting with the, with the, we call it Dinner in the Dark, too, we did in New York. And we actually kind of turned it into a double fundraising event that the dinner itself was, of course, a fundraising tried to purchase tickets. But then during the event itself, we had uh, some of it was baskets contributed by members, you know, items like putting them together. And then there was like a 50-50. So we had these drawings at the fundraiser where you could purchase tickets. And obviously, you know, either the, uh, the you'd get the item or 50%, whatever you, you know, whichever one you want. But so we, you know, it was like a to a fundraiser in two different ways so that's definitely that was good yeah um and then the second one that i was thinking on um, this one i'm thinking a lot for in terms of gdui but i think more generically if you can even like for a state or um again depending on the special interest affiliate like if you if especially if you take it you know offer it nationally if you can um offer something that is unique to the state or the purpose or like that can't be purchased or can't be easily purchased I think you know those kinds of things go over really well like I'm thinking right now in terms of the convention for GDUI we have the plush guide dogs in harness and Mm -hmm. we yeah and we get those donated by a lady actually 
I want to say she's in Kansas. I'm, I, I might be wrong on that. I'd have to check, but I believe she's somewhere there in the Midwest. But she makes harnesses, um, like with leather, and she puts, you know, this to the size of, you know, plush dogs, and she puts the, the leash and the collar. And, her, and like we've had people say, where can I buy these? And we're like, you can't buy them. You just have to enter into the drawing for, you know, for the tickets, the tickets for the drawing. And I think. I'm not tracking it right this second and I'm not the one assigning the tickets, but I think we've made so far right now somewhere between 14 and 1500 this year. Oh, that's great. Wow. That's great. I think it's the uniqueness, right? Like it's, it's related to our purpose. So it's not like some completely right guide dog and guide dog awareness and all that, but also it's, you know, unique that it can't really be, you know, purchased. So um, something like that, I think could bring in, um, and then nowadays, right, with everything being online, it's like, what's well, just off a, a state or some such for off, you know, putting it up there on, on the national lists and allowing participation. Right. And Maria, we did a 50-50 at our um, state convention in Florida the first time oh. this year with the auction. We did a live auction and a uh, virtual. So we did two auctions per se and a 50-50. So the 50-50 really brought in, you know, because everybody loves cash. So yes, they do. Yeah, that's, that's fun to do. Can I okay. ask a question? Of course. Yes. This is Cecily from Georgia. How specific do you need to be with the ask as far as what your purpose is going to be? Because in Georgia, we've got a couple of things that are close to my heart that we would be raising funds for this time of year. One would be our convention coming up in the fall to cover rooms, et cetera. And another one would be the youth fund, um, that we're always looking to do different events. We we use most of our youth fund in a grant to buy devices, and I would like to see that replenished. And I guess I'm I'm wondering how much should you go into that with donors? You can you can ask for a specific thing, or you can you can you know basically ask for a general donation if you want. You just need to be prepared to back it up. So if you're asking for a general donation what does GCV do? You know, what, oh. what do you need the funds mm -hmm. for? Um, most of our donations that I'm involved with asking for happen to be for our convention. Um, but there's other things that you can certainly can always say. I'd like to, you know, if you're interested in donating for Georgia Council of the Blind, we do, we have a youth fund that does this and this and this, and we have a convention that does this and this and this. So you can have, you can broaden the ask just make sure you have information to back up why you're asking for the money and i usually put it in my letter cecily when i give up when i send my letter email on um, my fundraising email my for my auctions i put it in there this is this is what we've raised this is what this is going you know yep. this, not specifically what's going for but in it'll say scholarship so it'll give some bullet points okay thank you Dan, I yeah. think you should talk briefly about the angels real quick. Yeah, sure. I mean, we're talking, it's more, it was slated as convention revenues for sponsorship, but we've gotten into all kinds of fundraising. So yes, I think mm -hmm. that would be very appropriate, Dan. Yeah, well, I will briefly. In 2014, we started the ACB Angels program. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of bittersweet because this is designed for uh, members. They don't have to be members, but most of them are members that have passed on, that have made quite a, a, a good con a contribution 
to the American Council of the Blind one in one way or the other. And so we ask that um, that a, a donation be made, a minimum of $500, and that can be an individual donation. That can be one affiliate, or in some cases, uh, two affiliates have gone in together to, to come up with this minimum of $500, and and we recognize an ACB angel. And we ask that they uh, someone writes up a testimonial about this uh, recipient and provide us with a photograph. And they get their own website as a result of this. And then we also uh, get a, a plaque, a metal plaque, that on the top is uh, it's raised lettering that states the person's name and the date that they passed. And then along the bottom of the plaque is that all of this information is, is in Braille. So it's, a, it's, a, it's not only a way to, uh, to raise money for ACB, but it, more importantly, it's, it's a way to recognize our members who have passed on and who have contributed so much to the American Council of the Blind and it, it, it helps to keep their memory alive. And we have a a wall. We call it the ACB Wall of Angels. And uh, next year, when we have our face-to-face -face convention, that'll be displayed in the exhibit hall. And it's like a three-paneled wall. So and we're, we're pretty much filled up with plaques right now. So we're going to have to do some shuffling around. But uh, but those uh, the newer, especially the newer angels, are going to be at at the top of the wall. And I we also recognize, and a lot of people don't realize this because we don't mention it often enough. But we also recognize guide dogs. So one individual can rec recognize up to four guide dogs that they've had, and they'll each guide dog will have a plaque. It's a smaller plaque, but um, we do recognize uh, guide dogs, and if there are any questions, I'd be happy you to. You could do it at a state level. Yeah. You could do it at a state level. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it's uh, really it's it's another way to raise money, and. Um, and Dan, I have to kind of say it's kind of bittersweet, like you say, but. Yeah, it is. And you thought of the idea, you know, when we all when, way back when, and and it is bittersweet because. Marjorie and you. Right. One We're one of the earlier contributors. Yeah, you guys are the first contributors and, yep. and my sister. So it's That's right. It, That's right. Marjorie, you had had the idea. It's it's been a wonderful idea. It is bittersweet because, you know, it's it's remembering your loved one. It's what they've contributed to ACB, but also it's a it's a fundraiser it's kind of it's kind of it is very bittersweet and and i just want to commend you guys you and margarine i i don't know that anybody knows that you and margarine started it and and came up with the idea so um so for well i think mr spoon had something to contribute there too but um we <laughs> yeah. anyway we a few of us got our heads together and I, i'm glad we started the program and i've been told recently that that that, that uh, program has brought in over thirty thousand dollars to american council of the blind but like i say that's not the most important thing you know the important thing is to keep these people's uh, memory alive yeah because 
I remember presenting that at this margin because an organization in Austin, I helped them start one and it was a great fundraiser for them. And at the same time, recognizing some of their outstanding individuals from judges and various mm -hmm. at services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm every time I think about it, I think of how successful it is and Dan and y'all picked it up and ran. And I think of you, Marjorie, because you you brought us the idea. Yeah. <laughs> you have three hands raised. Oh, all right. Mary, you may unmute. Hi, I'm really enjoying this. I'm Mary Hop from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hi. Hello. Hi, Mary. Y'all are doing a great job. All of you are. Um, I was just wondering, can you tell us, Dan, who the angels are? I did see that um, Burl Colley and um, Charlie Crawford are on there, but the rest of the angel things, they didn't they didn't say who they were would be honoring. Right. We didn't list those we, in the program, but... I but they will be... Uh, during the, the convention this week, though, you'll... You'll learn who they all are. I can't remember all of them myself, to be honest. Oh, okay. With you. Yep. Uh, so stay stay tuned. I but, will. Uh, you're you're right, though. The two that are being presented tonight are Burl Coley and uh, Charlie Crawford. Uh, Those uh -huh. are the only two that I have slated into the that were slated into the program. The other ones, I don't have that information. Okay. Well, thank you. And you may unmute. So we'll all be surprised. Yeah. Mary, Mary, I still have your Christmas bells. I, I lost your address, so you need to send me your address again. Mary and I got acquainted when I was dealing with chemotherapy and a bunch of stuff. My comment is that um, Michael donated money for an angel plaque for his mother, and I'm not sure that he heard anything back on that one. I think he got in touch with Tony, but if anybody knows where that is, it would be helpful to him. To I'll check. I'll check, Ann. His, we can check was, into that, Ann. Yep. Her, her name was Bonnie Byington. I'll, I'll check with the Minneapolis office and or Tony and see what's going okay, on. Thank you very much. Okay. I'd appreciate it. All right. She was one of the charter members of ACB. Her, she and her husband were at the convention in Kansas City when when it started. Oh. So ah. We need oh, to recognize that. That is a charter member, yes. When was that? Yeah, we need to check in. My into husband's that. mother, Michael's when, mother, Bonnie Byington. When was it? Uh, she was a member in 1961 when they Ooh. broke away from NFB. Six wow, years ago. That's before yeah. I was born. Oh, yeah, stop so. it. <laughs> we don't need to hear that, Leslie. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ann. Thank you, Ann. Darian, you may unmute. So it's funny that you mentioned that you could do an angel wall on the state level because, right, Right before you said that, I was kind of playing around with the thought that we could do that. Um, you know, the the board that the plaques hang on, it kind of reminds yeah. me, it kind of reminds me of like a display board with panels and and they come mm -hmm. in all all lengths and sizes and and um and couldn't you just add more panels to something like well, that? We're talking about that, and uh, we're going to be doing something because we want to recognize all the angels, and we want uh, anybody who goes by to look at that wall to be able to put their hands on each plaque. Right. And each plaque it, it is uniform. They're all the same size, except the guide dogs are a little smaller. Right. But um, the people plaques are all the same size, and they all right. have, like I said, the, the raised numerals right. and the Braille along the bottom. 
But you could also and, just and, start and, another new one, you know, like have another. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do something. Also, these the, each uh, where we display the, uh, the plaques, we have a Braille book and a large print book with all the testimonials in it for each angel. So uh, people can can read that, and while while they um, check out the uh, the plaques. I do and not see any more hands. We don't end. have any hands. All right. Well, oh, Marjorie, okay. make a well, Marjorie wants I to make a make comment. A, I just I just want to make a comment, or I want to uh, give some information. If you all didn't know it, my computer's been hacked. So if you get something <laughs> from me, do not do anything or give anybody money. Because I haven't been able to get into it yet. I'm still working on it. But it has been hacked. Yep. Sorry about that. Marjorie is mm. not asking you to buy gift cards on her behalf. <laughs> it's her new fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, this is not a fundraiser. <laughs> this is not a fundraiser. Yes. <laughs> thank you all for thank you all for joining us. And and thank you for all the good questions. And I'll turn it over to Miss Janet. Well, Dan, thank you for having all of us. And for those of you who are using this for continuing education credits or uh, personal development hours, the closing code is 21899. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, everyone.